Hello, everyone. I'm Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, Mike here. We're back. We are starting another podcast. We um, finished our last one, and obviously we got to a level where, you know, minutes-wise, we're trying to keep our podcasts so that they're not excessively long. And I think a big <laughs> reason not, for that... We're not going to be like Jocko and do a five-hour yeah. podcast. <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I'm kind of, I tend to, as a Nothing individual, I tend to look at the amount of time on a podcast and decide, do I have time to listen to this or don't I? And it seems like if I don't have time to listen to it right then when it comes out, I a lot of times don't get back to it. So we're trying to keep these short for everybody. And I hope you guys are enjoying that Mm -hmm. format and, you know, sure. Make a comment. Let us know. We, we enjoy your comments. We enjoy that you're involved in this journey with us Mm -hmm. and just, um, We thank you. Yes. Amen. So we're going to pick up where we left off last podcast. We were taking a deep dive into Isaiah 53. We had gone through some things in the dake, some translations of some words. We went through the translation of grief and talked about how the translation of that word actually should be translated sickness and disease. Um, And then we went into some of the proofs that Christ bore sin and sickness. And we got through... Quotation and fulfillment of this prophecy in Matthew chapter 8, where we talked about Peter's mother-in-law being healed, and that was a physical sickness, and how there's some uh, there's some schools of thought out there that say that this was only for spiritual healing. Mm. So we kind of went over that. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep going on some of the notes that uh, Dr. Dake put forth. And a lot of this, a lot of his notes I really like because they're a, if this happened this way then this is the way that this must be type of thing so he uses a lot of illustrations and and comparisons to emphasize points and Mm -hmm. they're very very good so we're going to keep going on um these notes and we got through number two last time i'll start with number three today many versions confirm this plain truth as truth of verses three through five through ten or and ten and state that both sin and sickness were borne by Christ in his sufferings and that physical healing and forgiveness of sins were both provided for in the atonement. Well, and I love Psalm 103 when it talks about that he took away that forgiveness of sins and healings is in the same scripture. Yes, yes. So healing is just as much a part of the atonement, is just as much a part of the cross, is just as much a part of the sufferings of Christ as is salvation. Mm -hmm. Healing and salvation are one and the same, which is interesting because do you believe you're saved? Well, absolutely. Do you believe you're healed? Mm. People do seem to have more of that... I mean, crossing over from believing about healing compared to believing about salvation. Right. And technically, the word says to look at it the same, which is... They're basically... You know, we're going to read... We're going to kind of get into that. hmm So I, I think, and I've been guilty of this too, I think a lot of people will sometimes say, well, I still have symptoms, so I'm not healed. Mm, no. The Bible also says we walk by faith and not by sight. So when we walk in faith in the word that what the word said is truth, 
And I love the way Terry Mize said it years ago. He said this. He said, truth trumps true every day of the week. While it may be true that you have symptoms of illness in your body, it may be true that you're being attacked with some type of physical malady. Mm -hmm. It may be true that my eyes still require correction. The truth is, by his stripes, we were healed. He took our infirmities and bore our sickness on his body. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting getting from that point of that where we see what we have faith in. It's interesting. And that's a journey that, that we're on. Yes. And a lot yes. of times, you know, you, you, you maybe will have some questions about, mm -hmm. is this true? You know, mm -hmm. can I, can I walk in faith? Um, will I, will I have the manifestation of healing from a sickness or disease by believing that Je Jesus bore that by the stripes that he took? Mm -hmm. And we are going to speak the word and say, stand on the word. Stand like Mike word. said, the 100%. truth outweighs true and your truth will manifest, mm -hmm. I guess. The truth, the the truth of the word of God will manifest as true in your life. And then they truth and true will be the same thing. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Oof. Preach myself happy here. You done preached myself happy here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. So, okay. So there, in this particular note, here's some things that different Bible scholars, okay, have said about healing and, uh, Forgiveness of sins being provided for in the atonement, both of them equally. Uh, Berkeley, acquainted with sickness, surely he has borne our sickness, pierced for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. With his stripes we are healed. The Septagnet says this, this man bears away. Okay, so this is different translators and how their translations say this particular passage of Scripture. Okay, so this is, this is exciting. I really like this. The Septagnet says, this man bears away our sins. By his stripes we are healed. Peshida, he was slain for our sins. With his wounds we are healed. Moffat says it like this, a man of pain who knew what sickness was. Ours was the pain he bore. He was wounded because we had sinned. Twas our misdeeds that crushed him. The blows that fell, wow. The blows that fell to him have brought us healing. Mm. Fenton says it like this. He was convicted because of our crimes and punished because of our vices, and by his stripes we were healed. Yet the Lord pleased to depress him with pain. Young, I think he put this out, uh, Young's literal translation, a man of pains and acquainted with sickness. Surely our sicknesses he has borne. And our pains, he has carried them. By his bruise, there is healing for us. He has made him sick. Rotherham, man of pains and familiar with sickness. Surely our sicknesses he carried. And as for our pains, he bare the burden of them. He was pierced for transgressions that were ours. Was crushed for iniquities that were ours. The chastisement of our well-being was upon him. And by his stripes, there is healing for us. He laid on him sickness. 
you almost got to stop and just take that in to think about the Lord did that Mm -hmm. for us, not only for forgiveness of sins, but for healing of our physical body. Mm -hmm. And I just want to mention, you know, we've had, we've had different people that have, have watched the passion of Christ. Oh, yes. And they've talked about, um, the imagery of Jesus and, you know, the Bible says that he wasn't even recognizable and it's just, it's just, you know, there's a song that's, that Mike really likes that talks about just the intensity of what Jesus went through and that he did that for you and he did that for me. Mm-hmm. And just to take that in and it's just, it, um, yeah, the song is called Blown Away. We'll just drop a link down below so you can listen to it because it is super. One of the things that, one of the uh, parts of the lyric that really struck me was what you went through to love me, I will never understand. What blows my mind away is you love me as I am. And at the end of the song, they do that one again, except the last line is what blows my mind away is you do it all again. And Wow. I have, I have a, a little fantasy thing in my head that if I ever get to meet the guy that wrote the song and sang it and recorded it, I'm going to ask him how he did that without bawling, how he did that in one take. I don't know if he had multiple takes that he had to do to get the thing down, but how he did that without just bursting out bawling. Yeah. So, because it's very precious. Okay, so let's get back on the notes here. Number four of 10 proofs that Christ bore sin and sickness. According to the Hebrew, as in versions quoted above, verse 10 plainly says that he, Jehovah, has made him sick, depressed him with pain, laid on him sickness. This was in addition to his soul being made an offering for sin. He was made sick for men as he was made sin for them. The idea is that he became the sick offering as well as the sin offering for man. Naturally, he never committed personal sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, according to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. He never committed robbery, adultery, blasphemy, or any other sin, and yet it is stated in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, that he was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Likewise, he did not personally experience all the sickness and diseases, all the sicknesses and diseases, but he became them. He became sick in the sense of becoming an offering for sickness. He made atonement for sin and all its effects. Both sin and sickness were a part of the one curse, and both became a part of the one redemption. Christ atoned for and made provision for sickness to be healed as well as sin to be forgiven. That's pretty powerful. Makes me want to say, praise God. <laughs> it makes me sometimes want to shed tears and go, I, what? I don't totally understand it, you know, oh. all, all that he went through because it was so much. And yes. like the song said, that he would do it again. Mm-hmm. In fact, What I you think, went through to love me, I'll never understand. Yeah. Our prayer for you is that if you've never asked Jesus Christ to be Lord of your life, that you would take a moment and you would read your Bible and let this become real to you. Mm -hmm. And you cry out in your heart and say, you know, that sin is a curse Mm -hmm. um, on man 
and I ask forgiveness for that sin and Mm -hmm. sins that I have committed, and you ask Jesus to come in to your life and to be Lord of your life, and you confess it with your mouth that he is Lord, that he died on the cross, and that he rose. That's the awesome thing is that he rose. He's not in the grave. And you give your life a living sacrifice, and you become a Christian, and we will we would welcome you into the family of Christ. Yes, and just send us a note in the in below, and we will ship a Bible to you. Amen. And we yes, will we do will. whatever we can to help you in your journey to get to know Jesus, and then get to know mm-hmm. fellow believers that that are on this journey with you, and right. how how things are going to come together. And right. Right. How and life you can is also, going. You can also drop us an email. We always have our email in the description down below, and mm-hmm. we'd love to connect with you as as far as uh, being a help to you in that area. So, praise God. That's good stuff. That was a good place to put that in, too. Um, going back to our notes on Isaiah 53, uh, we got to note 5, and it says, God does nothing to remove sin, sickness, and every other part of the curse apart from the redemptive work of Christ. Even the future restoration of the earth, the creatures on the earth, and the whole human family, including their bodies, souls, and spirits, will be done through redemption, according to Romans chapter 8, verses 18 through 25. How could redemption be apart from atonement, and how could it be complete without provision for the body as well as the soul? If the whole creation will be delivered from the bondage of corruption, it is bound to be by blood and will include both body and soul. Praise God. Number six, God has made covenants to heal the body as well as to save the soul. Exodus 15, Exodus 23, Leviticus 26, Deuteronomy 28, Matthew 26. Promises and prophecies were made also to this end, and God sent Jesus Christ to fulfill these and demonstrate the provisions for many by healing the body and saving the soul. Is uh, just so many examples through the Gospels and in the book of Acts of mm-hmm. physical healings. Jesus healed them all. You see that several times when he would go places, they would come to him, they would bring their sick, and Jesus healed them all. Praise God physically. You got to understand something too with all of this. Nobody was able to get born again at that time. Right. When Jesus was walking the earth because he hadn't went to the cross and risen from the dead yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just kind of chew on that one a little bit. I'd go there every now and again and just kind of meditate on that. You know what? Jesus healed all of these people. They came to him. Yes. But they weren't a single one of them born again. So Which when you become born again, you, your covenant, you, you, you open up that door to the covenant mm-hmm. with God, mm-hmm. and that covenant is pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. maybe that'd be a good subject to teach on. Yes, and it includes too long. and it includes physical healing also. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Jesus was sent by God to fulfill these and demonstrate the provisions for man by healing the body and saving the soul. Okay, that's according to Matthew eight, what we talked about. Now, here's we're going to just give you a preview of what's coming in the next. Um, In the next episode, Jesus sent the early disciples out to carry on such work. In Matthew 10, Mark 16, 
Mark 16, 15 through 20 is a pretty important passage of Scripture on that. Luke chapter 10 and Luke chapter 24, Acts chapter 1, 1 Corinthians 12, and Hebrews chapter 2. Okay, so we're going to take a little bit of a closer look at that in our next podcast, and let's see what, um, you know, we'll probably end up tackling a couple of tough issues on that, and um, we'll bring forth some revelation that that uh, we have in the Word, you know, we'll bring forth the Word and what bring the Word the says word. about it. Amen? Amen. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Share the podcast, and we appreciate you so much. Very much. Have a great day.